Well, spring has sprung in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and we're going to hear all about how this oldest city in the state is celebrating, because I tell you what, Natchitoches knows how to celebrate, they know how to party, they like to have fun in this beautiful region. Um, They're up in the northwest side of of Louisiana in the heart of what's known as no man's land. Very cool history there. They're also part of the Cane River Creole National Heritage Area. They're home to really um, world-class attractions like the Louisiana Hall of uh, Sports Hall of Fame, uh, the Cane River Creole National Historical Park, also Melrose Plantation. And they're also known as being the home of the movie Steel Magnolias course, uh, actually where uh, where it was written as a book. So uh, we've got a lot to talk about. And of course, we have Arlene Gould back on the show today. We talk about Natchitoches every third Tuesday. So stay tuned uh, every third Tuesday to find out what's going on. So Arlene Gould is the executive director of the Natchitoches Convention and Visitors Bureau. And the website for there is Natchitoches.com. And so I'm going to spell it out because how you pronounce it and what it looks like are two different things. That is N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S.com. So welcome back, Arlene. How are you? Very good. Thank you for having me today. Back on the show. Hey, I heard that everything's coming up tulips in Natchitoches. Uh, Yeah, tulip takeover is taking place as we speak. Um, The city of Natchitoches uh, put out, oh, probably several hundred uh pots of tulips uh by the time it's over with it'll probably be be more like 2000 pots of tulips uh that are scattered around town and they're absolutely beautiful right now oh man how exciting that i love to see that and i love that you know every season your downtown changes with it you've always got those beautiful flower baskets sometimes mm-hmm. with the american flag on them then fall you see like just the bales of hay and the pumpkin. It's just, you guys keep changing out and <laughs> makes us all warm and fuzzy, you know? I went to the front office yesterday and the lady was taking pictures of our of our Christmas tree. Of course, it's decorated for spring. And um, she just couldn't get over how pretty our tree was. And I said, well, we just keep decorating it for whatever season it is. <laughs> that is yeah. So it's filled with a lot of spring flowers right now. Oh, let's see, but that's the way it is, you know? And- well, you just got off a of Mardi Gras season too. Now, did yep, you get the tree a bite was of- decorated and decked out in purple, green, and gold? And then before that, it was Christmas. And before that, we had all the fall color flowers in there. And um, when spring is over, we'll try we'll turn the tree from from spring flowers to red, white, and blue, just in time for Memorial Day, Fourth of July holiday, and then Labor Day. So we'll keep that red, white, and blue all decked out for the summer months. And yeah, it's just kind of fun and festive. I want to know, did you get to eat the baby in the king cake? Did you get No, it? it's plastic. It's too hard. <laughs> okay. She's not I did impressed not, with that. I did not eat the baby, uh, but, but it's kind of funny because that's the tradition, you know, for all the king cakes. You know, whoever gets the slice of the cake with the, with the little plastic baby in it, they have to have the next king cake party or buy the next king cake. So. Oh, wow. I love this. It's this cool, man. It's, but this is it. There's always something to celebrate. Um, so right now I want to touch on some of the regular things happening. Um, the cemetery tours, you know, we really, really want to go on a cemetery tour, but you have the American cemetery, the old, the oldest cemetery in the state. 
We're in the it's, Louisiana, it's, it's Louisiana Purchase. The oldest in the whole Louisiana Purchase territory. Exactly. It yes. dates to the early 1700s. So, wow. uh, yep, on the first Friday of every month, uh, Scotty Williams, who who leads the tour, he's uh, one of the tour guides over at the Louisiana State Museum. But that's what he likes to do on the first Friday of every month and give that American Cemetery tour. It's a really fascinating oh, cemetery, and it's really beautiful. He did a really good interview with us. I think it was back in October. He came on the show. And um, I think, I, you know, who would know that you could spend over an hour talking about a cemetery, but we did, <laughs> you know, but cemetery history and just all the different people that are laid to rest there, especially St. Denis. Um, mm-hmm. I heard that they're having a party for St. Denis. Is it this weekend or next weekend in, in Natchitoches? There's a party. Uh, it might There's be at Fort St. Fort St. Jean Baptiste usually has a celebration uh, oh. for St. Denis. Um, but you know, the fort that we have here in Natchitoches was how when Natchitoches was established as a trading post, uh, when St. Denis came here in the early 1700s, he established that. And uh, so yep, um mm. he he was our founder. That's it. He he was the dude, and then well, this ties, okay, I know I was going to go on some of the uh, regular things that happened, but I'm, I'm going to move on here because, uh, so you've got the fort, right? And so what's important about this fort is it is the final place of the El Camino Real de los Tejas National Historic Trail. And this route really goes from Mexico through Texas, all the way up through, especially the east, like San Antonio, up through East Texas to Natchitoches. And this was like a royal road that the Indians use and then traders and, you know, settlers use and people do that. Everyone started following what, you know, the nomads did and the indigenous people. And um, every year, you know, the the route between Natchitoches, Louisiana and Nacogdoches, Texas is absolutely gorgeous. I encourage people to do this (laughs) as a day drive. It is beautiful. There is every historic marker you can imagine on this route. So you could be there you could do it for a full day and still like not be done. Um, there's missions, there's forts, there's um, all kinds of restaurants and just beautiful areas. You could do, uh, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, what are the swales? What Lobanella, gonna... Lobanella swales. I needed it's, you to say it. <laughs> I know. And, you know, I took that drive about two weeks ago. We had an El Camino Real meeting in St. Augustine, Texas. So mm. we drove over and it's probably right at a two hour drive. And uh, it is every time I'm telling you, every time I make that drive, I always comment to whoever's in the car with me. This is such a pretty drive. <laughs> Yeah, there's ranches, and, rolling hills, trees, farms. And you're right water. about the historical markers. It seems like there's one every half mile, but I love that, that, you know, that they have these historical events or, or things that they want to remember. They don't want to forget their, their past, you know, so they've, they've marked it. But yeah, Logan you go get tater, is really oh, cool. Did you go get the tater tots? Because I did. Tasha at Tasha's Country Kitchen. We were go- we met there and our meeting was planned there. So I, I, I said, what's going to be on the menu? And I said, would tater tots happen to be on the menu? But they just happened to be. And oh, my God, they were so good. Tater tot casserole. Seriously, this is the see, we can we can absorb ourselves in history, but really spoil ourselves with some good, good food. Just tater yep. tot munchies. And uh, yeah, Tata was on the show with you and, and Kelly a while back and 
So um, I just, you know, and you texted me that you had some tater tot, uh, the tater tot casserole. And you know, well, ever jealous. since Tasha joined us on the radio show a couple of months ago, and she mentioned the tater tots, I'm like, a casserole. I'm like, you know what? I've got to have that. Exactly. And so, uh, highly recommend it. So if it's on ah. the menu, get it. So and she's got a great tater- little place in St. Augustine, Texas. She really, really does. As a matter of fact, uh, she's one of our, our El Camino Real Caddo um, region partners and her St. Augustine Chamber of Commerce named her the own best business of the year or what have you, whatever the award was just recently at the end of February. Oh, cool. I'll have to go back and look it up, but I was really happy and pleased for her because she does have a really nice restaurant and great food um, there on the El Camino Real. And we're just so happy to have her as one of our partners. She's awesome. She was so much fun on the show. She made us so hungry and she's very dedicated to the town. And I think that's what, something you feel as travelers coming into mm-hmm. Nacogdoches and going to Nacogdoches, that whole route, St. Augustine, like you were saying, you just feel very welcome. People have pride over their community and it's not just at the, the visitor centers, right? It, in the in the parks and everything. It's the general people in the town. And that's that's that town pride, like what we were saying about having the tulips planted and things like that. And People are happy. And, and when they're happy, they welcome you in as a visitor. And mm-hmm. it just makes for an awesome experience. But going into this El Camino uh, Real route, uh, that brings us, I know we're going to flash forward to the sale and the trail. This this is a way to experience this, right? You could do historic signs and yes. go buy and, stuff, right? And, you know, that this is our 15th year as uh, promoting the sale on the trail. And we created this event to encourage people to travel the El Camino Real National Historic Scenic Trail uh, between our communities, between Nacogdoches, Texas and Nacogdoches, Louisiana. And so we have the sale on the trail. It's about a little over 100 miles of flea markets and garage sales and rummage sales at different churches. And even, you know, businesses can get little boutique businesses along the, you know, the, you know, the, the trail um, to get involved. But uh, so you're looking at two states, Texas and Louisiana and the cities, you know, Nacogdoches, St. Augustine, um, Hemp Hill, Milam, Texas, just before you cross over into um, Cross the Sabine River into Louisiana. Then you've got Manny, Louisiana, where Toledo Bend is. And then you mm. end up here in Natchitoches. It's amazing. So this is like everybody goes and just puts out what they want to put out for sale. It's like a big rummage sale, basically, on this route. Where you know how everybody likes to do spring cleaning and declutter and what have you. So, um yeah, we, One person's we junk is another's treasure. That's <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, last year, Kelly and I went out to here in Natchitoches Parish to Hillside Antiques. And, and it was on the Friday. It wasn't even on the Saturday because the sale is actually on a Friday and a Saturday. We could not believe the number of people that were parked everywhere just to go to this little hillside antique place so uh here in Natchitoches but Manny same thing downtown Manny it's it like everybody comes out and just kind of I don't want to say digging through stuff but kind of going through who doesn't like to go through flea markets you know you find something unique and you know may not be for all people but some people love it and they find some really cool stuff no that's what I'm saying when someone you know moves it on to someone else better than landfills and everything. And I think this is such a cool thing, something for your home, something treasured, and then look up the history of it. 
you know, if you can, if it's something antique, um, but sometimes it's like, hey, maybe you just get a new set of dishes that isn't like your typical, you know, big box store, manu factory manufactured stuff. You know what I mean? Right. You know, that's that's what I think is so cool about these kind of things is you might find like the most amazing shirt that <laughs> somebody else didn't fit anymore or something or I whatever. Bought I you stopped know? at when we stopped at Hillside Antiques on the way back from Texas last week. I went in and gave her the poster and the flyer and everything about you know the upcoming sale on the trail information. And of course, you know you got to peruse around the shop and look. Uh -oh. over. And I came out with two books, uh -oh. two really old nineteen forties first edition um, Francis. Uh, Parkinson Keys from she was oh. a famous writer from New Orleans and Louisiana. She had a place down in New Orleans, so I recognized the name right away. Uh, but from working out at Melrose too, I remembered her name, and so I, I got these two books. And I think they were like eight dollars a piece. But there was another book in there that was a first edition that I really, really wanted from another author. Um, Harnett Kane, who used to be a frequent visitor at Melrose back in the 1930s and 40s. And I really wanted that book too. It was a first edition, but I wasn't quite ready to part with $50 mm. for it. But I'm like, man, that's a good book to have. <laughs> it's dangerous. Books are dangerous. You know, I love um, books. I love books. I, I want to give a shout out. There's a website called worthpoint.com. Mm -hmm. And we interviewed the founder. It's actually one of the top 10 visited websites in the world. Hmm. And it's about people going and checking out the value of their collectibles and their art and books and all of that. But he, <laughs> he went through a hurricane and he um, really figured he's doing this thing where people can evaluate, but also store the records uh, in a vault on their website. And he wants to do it like an, a museum in a way, a virtual museum. So that if something happens and you lose those precious items, mm -hmm. they're they're there on a website in some way, right? Yeah, and, and are and documented. And I think that's something you know when when you go out collecting, think about this. You know, it's those treasures, like a book that's fifty dollars in ten years, it could be worth ten million. You never right. know. You right. never know. I'm just, hey, I just like to put big numbers out there. You know, <laughs> but you've got to think about you know, taking care of them, but. He, it's like when talking to him was like going down a rabbit hole because you pick up a book, you really want to read it. Maybe it's an antique. And then you start getting all that history. And that's what I'm saying about doing the sale on the trail to me is mm -hmm. it's about seeing these. Sometimes people have had heirlooms passed down and, and passed yes. down and passed down and they don't know the value of it or this backstory. Exactly. And you want to, and being the purchasers going in and buying these things, you're keeping history alive i think it's it's the coolest thing on the planet but it's good to to document whatever you purchase is my point just yeah. for those who are collectors to check I'll, I'll link an interview somewhere there but um anyway going so the sale on the trail is something big um like you're saying this has been going for 15 years and uh yeah you know you take stuff out and you put new stuff in or or you know you stuff in there but um i wanted to go to malrose plantation it seems this, you know, spring is always when Melrose is like, hey, come on down. It's time to party. They've got an arts and crafts festival happening, what, uh, April 15th and 16th. That's yes. been going for a long time now. Oh, wow. Probably into maybe their 60th year. Wow. Uh, it used to be held 
The Arctic Crafts Festival used to be held in June every year, and then they changed it to a little bit earlier in the spring because, you know, June can get a little warm and humid. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, well, when you think about Melrose, Miss Cammie Henry, you know, it was an artist colony and, you know, they did arts and crafts and gardening out there. So that was their big thing, you know. Yeah. And so the arts, you know, yeah. I mean, even just going through there, you're going to see a lot of art. I think the architecture is part of the arts as well, mm -hmm. not just of the plantation, but um, the Yucca yeah. house, the African house, you know. Yeah, should go um, around and rescue these old buildings or even, you know, people would throw old pieces of furniture on the side of the road and she'd throw it on her horse and her, her, her trailer, you know, her little wagon and haul it back to the, you know, Melrose plantation and, and, you know, fix it all up and recycle it, you know, kind of like what we were talking about with the flea markets, you know, keeping things recycled as opposed to just throwing things away. I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But she did that with buildings too. She would have old buildings moved onto the grounds See, of, of Melrose, you know, but that's, that, that is so important because, um, uh, you know, we talked with Elvin Shields, right? Um, when when yep. we were the very first time we came to Natchitoches, and we came because the Cane River Creole National Historical Park is part of our Love Your Parks tour. Uh, those of you uh, who are new to the show, Nancy and I, my mom and co-host, co-publisher, we travel full time across the country. And yes, sometimes you'll hear dogs barking because we pets it along the way too. <laughs> but but our whole thing is to go to parks and. Uh, Cane River Creole was actually, I think it's only, a, it was a 20 years old at that time. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a very new park in our system, but what it does is it pre preserves two plantations in their history, the Oakland and Magnolia Plantation. And um, at Oakland, and it's right on the Cane River, it's beautiful, and it's a bicentennial farm. And when you go there, there's uh, one of the sharecroppers houses, and that is um, in the family of uh, Mr. Elvin Shields, who showed us how the to make plantation toys. And um, he's really instrumental about family history and genealogy, but um, he really helped save his own, you know, sharecropper home That's from right. his family. And also like when you go to um, Magnolia Plantation, you'll see uh, the, the brick uh, slave quarters that you don't see everywhere. You don't see brick like that. Mm -hmm. But these buildings, I, I think, People need to see them because you don't like the old blacksmith shop, which is supposedly haunted, uh, has all the markings of people, <laughs> people's history. So um, these buildings to me are very important about uh, going and visiting. And in April, it is National Park Week comes up. So it's mm -hmm. a good time. And I know that they normally do a lot. Um, they have events there. They have a junior ranger program uh, at the at the Cane River Creole National Historical Park. So that would be something to look at too, right? When you're out in that area. Is to yes. Go, yeah. Yep. And speaking of the national park, we are so excited that the Cane River Creole National Historical Park is now working on their new National Park Visitor Center. It will be housed in the old 1927 train depot here in the historic district of Natchitoches downtown. So uh, it's being restored as we speak, and hopefully it'll be ready to go probably by the end of the year, hopefully no later than, you know, early spring of next year when all the uh, interpretive exhibits are completed on the interior. But we are so excited about that, that you know, that project. That is exciting. We've seen that building. That depot is beautiful. Mm -hmm. you know, it's a beautiful building. 
yeah, here we are back on the architecture. Well, we have to do a show on architecture of Natchitoches at some point. You know, that we should because you have all that those. Hey, look, that's a lot. That's a big discussion because there's a lot going on there. We've got all those beautiful wrought iron, wrought iron balconies, and you know, uh, it's, yeah. it, it it has it has a lot of it has a lot of um, character with the, all the different architecture. One of, and if you like architecture, one of the best ways to uh, experience architecture in Natchitoches, and I always say this, if you can do this as your first thing, is, you know, get to Natchitoches, check into where you're staying, your B&B, hotel, Airbnb, whatever you're doing, check in, go have some good food, get a meat pie, the state meat pie is like a state food item, got to have one of those, um, and then in the morning, go on a walking tour of the downtown district. Uh, the uh, Cane River Creole National Historical Park put on these wonderful walking tours and you'll get to experience all this history and it, the actual history of no man's land, the history of how Natchitoches was settled and became the oldest city in the state. Um, it just gives you an overview. And so when you go to the parks that we're talking about, like Melrose Plantation, Cane River Creole National Historical Park, and you drive around the Cane River National Heritage Highway, I mean, there's a beautiful scenic route that you can take. There's Kisachi National Forest, all of this going on, right? Um, but when you're there on this walking tour, it just puts it all in perspective for you because there's so much history. And while you're doing that, you're seeing all these different styles of uh, historical architecture, because I, you know, I remember writing this up a piece about, you know, all the architectural styles. I'm like, I didn't even know this existed. How do I, how do I pronounce this? So <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole of, you know, architecture because you guys do really have so many different styles because you have so many centuries of history. You yeah. know, yeah, so, we got yeah. bridge colonial, and then we have the Spanish influence. You know, we've got some Greek revival houses. We've got Victorian homes. We've got a little bit of everything. So, we've got Creole. Yeah. We got the Creole style homes. So, a little exactly. bit of everything. And all the churches and cathedrals, like mm -hmm. uh, St. Augustine's, you've got to go to St. Augustine's. And then you've got that beautiful one downtown with all the brick. Which one is that now? I have to go, ah, it, I want to say a basilica. Am I wrong? I am going to be wrong on that. What's the one across from the genealogical, uh, genealogical library, the genealogy library? Yeah. Um, you, I think, you. Mm, anyway, you've got a lot of churches and that's, that's beautiful yeah. to go see. So, um, and that, oh, so Easter, speaking of churches, what yeah. is Easter time? In yes, Easter's, uh, Easter is upon us. And, you know, they normally do a Stations of the Cross. They'll have, I remember, oh gosh, several years ago, maybe about a, 10 years ago, on Good Friday, I, um, there's a procession of locals and visitors that want to join in where they do stations of the cross throughout the historic district they started uh immaculate conception church and then they kind of walk to different like i said they have different stations throughout the uh the historic district but now i think they do it at the holy cross church they set up in the back of the church where they have these 12 crosses the 12 different stations of the cross and they do the stations of the cross you know processions so um yeah, and spring is always such a pretty time of the year down here in the south. Um, you know, we've got our, our our azaleas in bloom, and you'd already mentioned the tulips. And I noticed in my own neighborhood, all the dogwood trees are blooming, and they're just so beautiful. So, uh, yep. Yeah. We're ready you know, for that. 
I'm sure a lot of people across the country are ready for some spring, some real spring. They had a lot of snow and rain lately. Yes, don't, don't start me. And, Yep, up in up in Wisconsin where Nancy and I are right now. Well, you're just like, oh, by the way, there's eight inches. Look at that. You can't drive out of here. Um, <laughs> so I I understand. I understand why people uh, flock to, you know, the sun seekers. There's snowbird sun seekers. <laughs> however you want to put it. Like I understand. I'm just saying. Um, but you know, I, I love this, and it's the Immaculate Conception Church. That's what I was. Yes, thinking the of. Immaculate Conception the, Basilica, the minor the basilica. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's the one I was talking about. So, okay, you've got Easter, you've got all kinds of things happening. Melrose has their Arts and Crafts Festival, and you said they're having uh, Easter Easter fun. They so, um, Easter egg hunts. Who doesn't want to do an Easter? But doesn't Easter remind you of Steel Magnolias, the movie? Yes, because remember the famous Easter egg hunt scene at the end of the yeah. movie? <laughs> Beaujardine Garden is where it happened, right? Yeah. Where they well, it. It, was, it wasn't Beaujardine then, but it is now. Of course, that was 30, 35 years ago this year that it was filmed. Um, oh, wow. It's right there by the Rock House. As a matter of fact, we had a huge event this morning at the Rock House. Uh, major, major uh restoration project going in 2016 cane river actually flooded and damaged the rock house it's a uh, pro, um, um house that goes back to the 1700s and it was made out of bousillage and had some damage from the water so we had to do some serious repairs and they moved it this morning successfully uh, so wow. they moved it away from the river, kind of in the same area, general area down there by, by Beaujardin. They just turned the house now to where it's actually facing the river and pushed back several feet. So, but uh, it's in the movie too, at the Easter egg scene, the old rock house. It's it's down there. And so. and listen, that's it. We still have to make an armadillo cake. Maybe we'll do that when we can see since it's 35 years. We have to do an armadillo cake. Nancy's dying to make one. That's you know. pretty funny. Yeah. And so that's something people can do again in spring. It's a beautiful time with everything in bloom. Like you're saying, the magnolias in bloom. Um, you know, it's it, it just go on uh, the film trail, right? So you've got the Natchitoches film trail, but also steel magnolias film trail because there's steel magnolias and there's a steel magnolias bed and breakfast. Um, but you also have other movies that were filmed uh, in, in Natchitoches that people can follow. Yeah, there, you know, a lot of people don't know this. Um, Reese Witherspoon filmed her first movie here in Natchitoches called Man in the Moon. And it was based on a true story of two sisters falling in love with the same little boy next door. But in any event, there was a movie made. She was about 14 years old here in Natchitoches uh, when she filmed it. And uh, and then, of course, there's uh, John Wayne filmed uh, Horse Soldiers here back in 1958 with, um, uh, well, John Ford was the uh the director but the movie itself was filmed around 1958 and came out in 1959 and it too was based on a true story during the civil war era um you know here in louisiana during that time but yeah actually uh oakland plantation the big house at oakland the national park that's yeah. where the majority of the the movie was filmed there and along cane river see there's John always Wayne something movie. it's yeah i mean that's that's the thing when you drive around there's just so there's just so much history to Natchitoches. It's amazing, but it's not like, you know, when you say history, some people are like, oh, I don't want to know. But the reality is when you're there, there's it's fun. Okay. There's all kinds of fun stuff. And 
there's fun food. And I wanted to ask you, okay, there's a farmer's markets going on now, right? That's something. It starts up in April. So it's coming up. Yep. It's coming up. Yep. Soon. And, you know, as, as travelers, we like farmer's markets. Who doesn't love a farmer's market where you can get fresh vegetables? Oh my gosh. And it's just fun because you see the farmers, you get to understand (laughs) what grows in the area. And, um, and then, oh, listen, what's your area? You guys do, isn't there Christmas trees too? And we do have a Christmas tree farm nearby. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of lilies. Day lilies nearby too. And, um, Oh, you're talking of Forest Hill, where they have okay. all the nurseries to the south of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's so a there's lot that... of nurseries to the south of us, just south of like around Alexandria. It's called Forest Hill. But yeah, they uh, they have every spring uh, a big, huge plant festival where they're selling, well, it's springtime. People want to redo their gardens and plant new things and stuff. So it's these nurseries and, and these gardeners that have all these beautiful plants and stuff. That's what you oh, must be referring to. And then also in Kisachi National Forest, this is a mm-hmm. good time of year to get out there to see yep. azaleas and wildflowers. Um, there's some easy trails out there like the Longleaf uh, Vista. And um, yep. it's just beautiful to drive there because that's also like a scenic byway, just driving through Kisachi National right. Forest. There's a, forest. I like driving through Kisachi right now looking for the dogwood trees in bloom Ooh. and the wild wisteria. I'm like, you know, you got that beautiful purple wisteria vine that grows in these trees and you've got these hanging flowers so you have that too see we just we were just nancy and i were just in south carolina Uh and it was where it was 80 degrees and i don't want to talk about wisconsin weather right now but um like seriously people can this stop (laughs) this this stuff needs to go but we went from 80 degrees and we went on this heritage highway in east south carolina uh-huh. And there was wisteria everywhere. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this must be some crazy invasive. Like people have got to be worried because, you know, like the Japanese wisteria in a garden is invasive and gardeners, you know, they'll put like one wisteria and have to prune it and watch the roots. I mean, I remember one house we lived in, the deck was getting pushed up because of the wisteria. Right. It can, yeah. It's pretty hardcore. But I mean, there was, I was telling people, I'm like, there's forests of wisteria. This is the craziest thing. And I started Googling it. I'm like, no, it's not invasive. This is natural. There, Kentucky. So I did pretty. not know. I did not know you guys had it too. Yep. Well, we we got to get our, our booties back to Louisiana. <laughs> got to get back to Louisiana, girl. It's pretty, man. And it smells so good. Oh my gosh, it smells beautiful. So uh Kisachi Forest, get out there, people. Go, go. It is so gorgeous. And the azaleas. Um, do you get rhododendrons too, or is it mostly azaleas, huh? And Especially azaleas. azaleas. Yeah. Yeah, it's the azaleas. So that's some flower power going on there. Farmers markets, flowers, hiking. You got the nature, but oh, speaking of getting out in nature, I see you've got a lot of fishing going on. Where's that happening? We do. Well, you know, we fish in Cane River, we fish in Sibley Lake, but the big fishing uh, tournaments that are coming up are going to be in Red River, uh, where they have the locks and dams, and it's just a larger body of water. But we have several uh, fish tournaments coming up in April. One is King Cat. Um, They came here last year or two years ago, but it was a lot of fun. They actually are fishing for king cat catfish i remember one lady that won the lady that won the last time she had this 60 pound catfish 
If you've never seen a 60-pound catfish, it's like, oh, my goodness. So we have the King Cat Tournament coming up, and that's the weekend of April 21st and 22nd. And then we have a Mr. Crappie, uh, Mr. Crappie Classic. They have a $75,000 cash prize. It's a qualifying event. Yes. So wait. So look, they qualify for in this tournament. This is the qualifying tournament. Then they get to go play for the $300,000 pot. Um, I think that's going to be in Branson, Missouri. I can't remember. Or Alabama. I forget where the $300,000 tournament is. But the $75,000 invitational qualifier is going to be here in Natchitoches. And that is in April, April 28th and 29th. Now, Arlene, do you know how to fish? No, I, you know, I do. I used to go to Grand Isle and I used to go, I used to go deep sea fishing off the Gulf of Mexico, but I, I don't do this kind of fish. I fish for crappie. I was just going to say, that's a big time fish. Let me tell you. But you got to anyway. get going. You got to learn how to fish. You know, to, it's, wow. I, did I like, know. look, I like sitting in the amphitheater downtown in the historic river, you know, riverbank and watch them do the weigh-ins because the boats pull up. It's like a parade of boats and uh, trucks and trailers and pulling their boats and then they do the weigh-ins. So that's kind of exciting and fun. See, you and can't so those two are coming up in April. You can't get past the parades in Louisiana. Oh, That's what's going on. See, whether it's boats, Mardi Gras, like right. anything. Uh, They're going to be doing a fishing rodeo for the kids uh, for the King Cat tournament. They're going to do a fishing tournament for the kids on that Saturday morning before the big weigh-in that afternoon. And then on the next weekend for the Mr. Crappie, they're going to have live entertainment. And then the band that's playing last year, they were there. And let me tell y'all, I could have sat there for hours just listening to this band. It was so much fun and they were great. So they entertained the crowds before the uh, the weigh-in for the Mr. Crappie. And then in May, we are going to host um, the Bass uh, High School uh, Tournament and the Bass College Series Tournaments um, here in Natchitoches. Wow. And that's going to be pretty interesting, too. So, you know, we're excited that they're wanting to come to Natchitoches to do some fishing. Wow. So we've got, all right, architecture, walking tours, scenic drives, hiking, flower power, fishing, farmer's market, cemetery tours. That's a, uh, that's a lot. That's a lot going Zydeco on, Zydeco breakfast, meat pies, <laughs> uh, the Arts and Crafts Festival at Melrose, Easter Easter parties everywhere. Sail on the Trail, Jazz and R&B Festival. Oh, we that's I coming up in something. May. Yep, May twelfth and thirteenth. This is a biggie. This is oh a, my gosh. This is, I'm this excited is about the Friday night uh, schedule. They have two tribute bands. One band is going to be doing a tribute band uh, for Elton John music, uh, tribute to Elton John, and then the other one is going to be tribute music for the music of Prince. <gasps> now those are kind of like flashbacks for me, but it's yeah, all. Yeah. Good music for me. I love that. And then on Saturday, the headliner is uh, Tracy Bird. And um, oh wow, can't think. I, I said it this morning in my meeting, and I can't remember now. Um, but uh, Cupid is going to be there. You know, he sings that song, the Cupid song. Oh, uh, I can't. I say I can't figure out how it goes. So but Tracy Bird, a country musician. Tracy Bird's been doing stuff for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. This. Yeah, so no, it'll Tracy, be good. It'll be a fun weekend. So oh, that's cool. That's very cool. I I love that you get to have all that music because that's that's part of Louisiana, right? And you know what? I just realized. I love this. That's also National Travel and Tourism Week. 
where we get oh. to recognize the importance of traveling tourism in the United States and all around the world and the economic yes. impact that traveling tourism has to every yeah. community. Really I does. know that Natchitoches relies on it a lot because, mm. you know, we love when new people come and discover us here in Natchitoches. And I love that they get to be pleasantly surprised when they get here. They never, they didn't know what to expect and they fall in love with it. But yeah, uh, so that's going to be Traveling Tourism Week, May the 7th through the 13th. Oh, I love it. I love it. Arlene, there's so much. I mean, when you think about tourism, it is positive impact. It helps you know, everything you think of, like even, you know, putting the tulips in, you know, it's, and I think, you know, when as travelers, you're going as a guest and you, you've got to do something back in too for tra- as travelers. We're always talking about that. So everyone stay tuned in May. I know we're going to be doing some travel and tourism panel discussions on that too. And I know well, and I'll, I just want to say too, you know, you're talking about all the beauty of Natchitoches, you know, I call that the curb appeal. It's important that we not litter and that we have everything clean and, and, you know, that type of stuff, but not just here, but in all communities across the country, it's important, you know, that, you know, litter, I know that April the 18th uh, coming up, um, or that week of, we are promoting a Love the Boot Week. It's a, an initiative mm. by the state governor and the lieutenant governor to help keep Louisiana beautiful. And we're doing cleanup uh, teams. Of like So far, there's like 2,000 teams of, of people that are organizing to do little small cleanups in their communities across the state during that week of Love the Boot. So we're excited about that. And we're going to be taking part of, you know, doing some some of that as well, taking part in that. Um, as a matter of fact, we got one coming up next week and then we're going to do another one in April. So oh, I love that. That's awesome. Yep. Love the boot. Yeah, it's, yep. Love the boot. And everyone is travelers. Don't litter. Don't put your cigarettes yeah. or orange peels out yeah. there. We got to be good. We got to be good. We're in our friend's house. You know, well, that's how I look take at care it. of our environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love, especially, you know, when you, you, your, your, your area is so beautiful and uh, everyone, you've got to go, you just got to go to Natchitoches. So go to Natchitoches.com. It's N-A-T-C-H-I-T-O-C-H-E-S.com. And also keep up with us here at BigBlendRadio.com. We air our, uh, we get to broadcast every third Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, excuse me, every third Tuesday, we talk about Natchitoches. And as you can tell, there's a lot going on and there's so much to cover. And we've been covering Natchitoches for quite a few years. We love to visit any chance we get. We will make that tour over. Turn that car like there. If I see a sign saying Natchitoches to the left or to the right or straight ahead, you know where we're going. Um, But let me tell you, over all these years, there's always something new. There's always, always something new and something more to talk about because there's so much history. There's so much good food, so many restaurants, so many festivals and so many different, you know, parks and historic sites to go to. Uh, It just it's just beautiful, too, to go hang out. So anyway, Natchitoches.com, that's the place. Thank you so much, Arlene. Always, always fun. Well, always a pleasure. And we look forward to welcoming you and uh, Nancy back to Natchitoches anytime. Soon. We're going to, we're coming soon. We want a party. <laughs> Come on. Thank you, everyone.